Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome back the Hebrew Congregation of Houston, episode 178, 178 Hebrew Congregation of Houston. I'm coming from my kitchen today. And so I'm having some, um, some guests over, but you know, we always got to serve the Lord, our Yahweh. And so, uh, as I was in the shower this morning, I was thinking about the God gave me the word I do. And I was just thinking about, you know, I, I, I do love you, Lord. And I want you to, to put in your I do's for him. And, and sometimes just, just, just praise him. And mine is like always in the shower. I, I don't know why, but everybody has their certain place where they go and they speak to the Lord. And a lot of times mine is in the bathroom. And so when he gave me that, I do. And I'm like, I do trust you, Lord. I do love you, Lord. I do lift your name on high, Lord. I do know your commandments and I do know you're real, Lord. Touch the screen and just say, I, I, I do believe that there's a true and living God. I do believe he'll, he'll forgive my sins. I do believe that he will heal my family and save my family. I do, Lord. I, I do know you'll be the enemy of my enemies. I do know there'll be, uh, Lord, I, I, I do know you'll guide my footsteps. I do know vengeance is yours, Lord. I do know I'll put it in your hands. And, and I want the men to say this too, because he said he's coming back for his bride, right? And that's the, that's the church. That's the congregation. So in that situation, man, just say, I do, Lord. I, 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 I do understand the righteous are, are never forsaken or begging for bread. I do know I'm a child of God. I know, I know I'm a Hebrew Israelite. I do know my identity. I do know the Ten Commandments, Lord, that I will love the God with all my heart, that I'll put no more, no image or worship no image, that I will not use his name in vain, that I will keep the Sabbath day holy which is today our Sabbath day, that I will honor thy mother and thy father, that I will not kill, that I, I will not commit adultery, that I will not steal, that I should not bear fault witness and I shall not covet. I do, Lord, know I shouldn't lean on my own understanding and always acknowledge you. I do know you brought me from, from down low from the month, Lord, and you brought me where I am today. I do know you're the food on my table as I'm in my kitchen preparing food for my family. I do know, Lord, you have not forgotten me. Whew. I trust you, Lord. I do know you'll keep all my secrets. I do know you'll never forsake me. See, when you say I do to the Lord, there's no divorce from him. He's always going to be there from you. See, man will divorce you and say you're not doing right. But God, when you say I do to him, he, even if you don't say he's there, he's waiting for you. He's never going to leave you. He's always going to be there for you. I do know you brought me from a mighty long way. I do know you found my hiding place. I do know no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I do stand on your word, Lord. I do know you'll be my fresh fuel. I do know you love me. Say your I do's to him. There's so much to say, and I, and I, and I got to shed a tear. I wouldn't even plan on crying this morning. But when I think about his goodness and when I said I do to him, 
I know he's been there for me. I do know you're dwelling in my home right now. I do know you'll increase my territory. I do know you'll increase my finances. I do know you'll heal my body. I do know you'll guide my footsteps. I do know you hear my cry. I do know you know all my desires and my struggles. I do know you're going to forgive right now who's saying I do. I do know he'll forgive you for murder. He'll forgive you for your abortions. He'll forgive you for your adultery. He'll forgive you for your fornication. I do know that I will never commit blasphemy against you. I do know I lift your name on high and I love you. Just, just tell them I, you do. Just say I do and make it personalized and just say I do, Lord. I do give my life to you. I turn it all over to you. Whew. I do trust you, Lord, and I do love you, Lord. And I do want you to lead me and guide me. And I do lay my life down for you. And I do give it all to you. I do know you love my friends and I do know that you trust me with prayer for people. I do know you brought me from a light, mighty long way. I can just go on and on and just praise them. I do. Just tell them I do. That's all he wants from you is your praise. That's all he wants for you is to serve his people. That's all he wants and he's waiting for you to say as I do. He'll take over. Just say, I do. I do, Lord. I do know I'm not perfect and I, and I make mistakes. And I do know you forgive me, Lord. He forgives you. I just wanted to give you that because I was praising him today. And we praising him now. And praise is what we do. As Hebrew Israelites, that's what we do. We forgive people. That's what we do. We make something out of nothing. That's what we do. We got to get this thing. And so I just want to play a little song. And I was playing this little song this morning. We did not own any rights to the music. And so I do, Lord. And we give it to Yahshua and Yahweh. Amen. Sit here, come my blessings. Uh, ain't no need for stressing in my life. My enemies they might find weapons. Yeah. But I know I'm protected by the blood. Protected by the I do know he'll, he'll mend your broken heart. I know that. Look at God. 
these are tears of joy. But I do know he gives me my peace. Look at God. Look at God. Hallelujah. Look at God. Look at God. know he can heal your mental illness i do know he can heal a suicidal spirit i do know he can heal a broken heart i do know he can find that spouse for you i do know all those things i do know he forgive you for everything you've done just say i do lord just talk to him and say i do and come back to him. I do know he's real. And I do know he'll give you an abundance of whatever you need. And I do know you will no longer be the borrower, but the lender. I do know he has that job for you. I do know he has that business for you. I do know he has that house or that car. I do know whatever you desire, if you give it to him and you trust him, I do know favor ain't fair. There's so many I do's you can tell him on his word and his promises. I do know that. I love you all. Anybody want to add any I do's? Anybody want to unmute and add any I do's today? It's just one of those days. Well, you kept saying I do, and I just kept going, I do worship, I do, you know that song? Worship, I do worship you. I do worship, I do. Worship you. 
That's John P. Key. That's not me. <laughs> I didn't write that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you kept saying, I do, I do. And I just kept going. That's why Bobby saw me bopping <laughs> while you were speaking. It just Thank kept coming. You. Thank you. Welcome back, Minister Daniels. Minister Daniels, we love you. Thank you for your praise and worship. Um, Rabbi is going to come out today out of uh, Exodus. Six through nine, but he's going to do Ezekiel, some of on Ezekiel. And our new parish is going to be Exodus 10 through 13, Exodus 10 through 13 chapters up to the 16th verse. And we ask that the um, Minister Daniels family, if you can go ahead and pray over our Torah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is good by, by the way, I'm out of my kitchen today. I have some guests coming. Oh, you can hear me. So I'll be uh, chopping it up for real over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, is she in her kitchen? I was like, I think she may be at a hotel. <laughs> yeah, but you are in her kitchen. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. 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 Yesterday um, or last weekend we were ministering when I had to sing a song, you know, I have to praise the name of Yah, but I wanted to make sure they recognized the name I was praising. So that was what we started off with. We started off with Hallelujah. And I was like, I just want you to realize you already know some Hebrew. (laughs) And everyone started to laugh. But yes, all of us are going around and we'll say it and we'll say it means, you know, praise the Lord or the Lord be praised and stuff, but we don't realize how we've been saying hallelujah, you know, and it's interesting how that variation became so many things, but he said to praise his name, you know, to make his name great, to make our boast in him. And so, you know, that's what we come to do as we gather here this Shabbat morning and we will say the blessing over the Torah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Pardon me. I can't just jump into things and be all remote like other people can. So I know sometimes you're like, she's she's a bit wordy for the blessing over the tour. <laughs> that's that's not how he made me. But um yes, Amen. how good it is to give thanks unto him Amen. and to give thanks and praise unto his name almost high. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm starting mm-hmm. tonight. Barukata Yahu Arana Yellow Melaka Olam, a Shekilishanu did me sota, we see one cloud of retora, Waharet Naya, Aronai Elohimu, Esti Breto at the happy Hino, Usipiota Mecca Betis Rahel, Wanye and Ahu Esaenu, Wesoe a Mehobet Israel, who don't know your deshemeho. 
Blessed are you, Yahuwah, Adonai, our power, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to study the Torah. Therefore, we beseech you, Yahuwah, Adonai, our power, to make pleasant the words of your Torah in our mouths and in the mouths of your people, the house of Israel, so that we are descendants and descendants of your people, the house of Israel, may all know your name and study your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, Adonai, our power, who teaches the Torah to your people, Israel. Amen. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, Adonai, our power, King of the universe, who has chosen us from among all the nations and given to us your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, Adonai, giver of the Torah. Amen. Hallelujah. Shema Peace to everyone. We made another month. But Thursday was Rosh Kodesh, the head of the month. For us that, that keep up with those kinds of things. 
And uh, which each, each month, it's uh, again, just like every morning is a new beginning. Every month, you get another chance to start again, right? <clears throat> At the head of the month, very important. You know, there's a custom <clears throat> uh, in the Jewish community where at I'm gonna mess some people up with it, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, Moray Daniel, don't get mad at me when I tell you this, right? <laughs> you know, but there's a custom where at the beginning of the month, the men are supposed to buy gifts for their wives. <laughs> so, so, so get that wallet out and get that credit card out and get the cash out. <laughs> uh, so next month you got to buy a gift. <laughs> I got you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you get and the wives will be looking forward forward to it every month. <laughs> That's not a bad thing when you think about it because uh, we were just talking this morning about um Yitzhak and Rivka and when he um I guess we were um, drashing out whether like how the jewelry was worn back then the male versus female and some of the misconceptions we have in terms of males wearing earrings at that time and all of that and they were saying he was saying in some of the things he was reading that it was said that um, Dawood even had nose rings you know which I always find strange yeah. and I was like isn't that like the the symbol of marriage and that stuff wasn't yeah it, it, no I said you came okay. across this I didn't say that you said it was accurate <laughs> so um in all of that, I, all of a sudden I was like, yes, it's true. I was like, because when um, Yitzhak was, when it had been decided that he would, you know, Rebecca was the one, they handed over the jewelry. <laughs> and now when you say that, I, I was thinking of it, I was like, um, a lot of times what happens is we give them all the jewelry, all of the things in the beginning, we give all the gifts, and then you forget <laughs> as you go along. But in this way, I guess it's a way where it's like you constantly you know, reminding yourself of the beginning. It's a reminder. Yeah, it can be a reminder that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's a reminder that, you know how we say, he thinks he's God's gift to women? Well, that's kind of backwards, isn't it? Because it was the woman that was given to the man as a gift. So we appreciate our gifts. Amen. Be careful with that gift, though. Because if oh, you yeah. go into the Netherlands and you say a gift, they think you're trying to poison them. Because that's what it means in the Netherlands. Oh, wow. And that's something. Mm -mm. <laughs> Don't give them a gift in the Netherlands. It's a poison. Wow. Wow. Uh, so, uh, well, historically, yeah. you think about the, the, I guess, the genealogy and all of the Netherlands, the people of the Netherlands. So. Yeah. 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 There, there's a whole. Yeah. There's a story uh -huh. about that. So, uh -huh. those are stories for another for other days. I yeah. guess. <laughs> it was strange at first, and I was like, you have to think of the people when you're, yeah. you know, thinking of the, you know, the yeah. culture. <clears throat> okay. So, but we have a gift. You know, we have a a tremendous gift. The gift is called the Ruach Hakodesh, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Right. We have the the gift of the Torah. Right, we gift. We have a gift from our father. We have the gift of children. We have gifts of operating in, in prophecy and word of wisdom, word of knowledge, healing, right? Uh, leadership, leadership. Ooh, that's something. Gifts of leadership. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but we have gifts uh, of various degrees, 
and and in each area, or I should say in each age and in every dispensation, the Father has seen fit to give us a gift. And we call those gifts Mashiach. But in times past, they called these people who were Mashiach, many times they called them and worshiped them as gods. And so when we read, we start reading the legends, you know, Greek, Greek mythology, talk about Zeus and, and Hercules, and they've deified these people that were anointed and they deified them. Um, and, and this has gone on since the beginning of ages. Rabbi, I have a quick question. I'm sorry, before I, I mute myself again. Mm -hmm. What's going on with the, uh, the the Jewish people over there in New York who did the underground uh, tunnels and bunkers? What what do you have to say about that real quick? Because, you know, I, I do the Easter keeping it real in the secular stuff that's going on in, okay. in the world. Okay. I'll put it this way. If, if you don't have anybody on the ground that is familiar with the situation, leave it alone. Because if you're following Torah, if you believe in Yah, if you keep the Sabbath, people are going to lie on you and get things out of, take things out of context. So unless you know someone, you have connections on the East Coast, someone is there that can tell you what's actually happening. Don't put much, uh, what you hear in the media and in the media, what you hear from the people's mouths on YouTube, don't go by it. Okay. Don't go about it. Because you don't want anybody lying on you. And if you get caught up in it, it's Lashon Hurrah. And then you wonder why you're getting sick. Lashon Hurrah. Okay. So I, I that's how I feel about it. That's, you know, because they lie on us all the time. Fred Hampton was killed because of a lie. You know. Uh, you know. So they lie on us. And we know, as a matter of fact, was the young man, the young actor, was lied on Jonathan. by his girlfriend. Jonathan. Yeah. yeah, he was lied on. So people, and, you know, and, and they still punish. So again, when you look at things like the tunnels, under, I don't, I wasn't there. I, you know, I've been to New York and I've, you know, I've been to synagogue, uh, you know, whatever. It could have been a storage place. It could have been a place of hiding. could have been a place of deep medication. It could have been worshiping other, other things. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not a part of that congregation. Okay, I'm not involved with that congregation, so I don't know, um, and I'll leave it alone. Okay, I, I would leave it alone. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm a mute. I'm a mute and go back to chopping stuff. Okay. Okay. And mind so, my business and not put my mouth on it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because people lie on us. You know, people lie. They the do. Media. media lie all the time. They do. So I'm gonna stand with my my Jewish brothers. Right, I'm gonna stand with them and and wish and and think the best. Always, I'm gonna always think the best because I know, and, and this is parashah. We're in the parashah right now, whether you know it or not. So, you know, when you think about the age on struggle, the age old struggle, it's always been against the sons of darkness fighting against the sons of light. And if you've studied anything, Dead Sea Scrolls, they talk about the sons of light versus the sons of darkness. And this is, again, this is an age-old battle. And, you know, we talk about the adversary being war. There's a war in the heavens, and that war, you know, 
is taking place within us right now because we're in this area that we're in. That's we. Uh, that's what's going on, and and every and I, I put this out for those that don't know. Every Friday, no, I should say every Saturday, every Sabbath evening, when we have Abdallah service, we're closing out the Shabbat. It talks about the uh, uh, distinguish between the day and uh, light and darkness, right? Six days versus the seventh, you know, the seventh day. What it talks about is the dividing of the camps, the division of the camp that we have to discern what is good and evil. And we're reminded of that every Shabbat Eve as we're closing out. And so we have to, again, we're reminded sons of light are fighting against and warring against sons of darkness. And depending on who is in power, you can you will know who they are by their works, right? The fruit, fruit trees, right? By their works. And so we know that the sons of darkness, wherever they go, whenever they're in power, there's murder, there's death, there's destruction, right? They do, this is what they do, and they leave a wake of destruction behind them. They, they uh, devalue people, right? They murder in infants before they're born. They pervert the laws of nature and force it upon other people, other nations. These works are from the sons of darkness, all right? Whenever you are degrading a people or a person, you are operating in the darkness and you are being, being, being empowered by the dark, or as they call it, the dark side, the adversarial side. That same war that we talk about in the heavens is the same war that's taking place on earth. Darkness against light, right? Righteousness against unrighteousness. Holiness versus unholiness, the unholy. And we have to be aware of that. We have to be aware of that. And, and the adversary has many weapons that he uses against us. And at times, uh, he uses his tactics. It's like in the parashaw, which means I appeared. And when the, when the father appears, right? When he sends a Mashiach and Mashiach appears, when the righteous are, appear, the father is with the righteous. And so what happens is like in the parashah, we're getting ready to be delivered out of the world system. And so the father appears, right? We know it's not the father himself, but he sends what? One of his powers, one of the Elohim that come, right? And, and they show us things to come, hot off the press. So he tells the adversary, the adversary's children, those that are against the children of Israel, he says to their king, their Pharaoh, let the people, let my people go. And he sends it, and it does through the mouth of Aaron, who was the spokesman for Moshe Rabbeinu, of blessed memory. There is a hierarchy set in the earth realm. We talk about this every year. Daniel's family, do you have a question? Because you have some static coming through if you don't have a question. If you can mute. Yeah, it's just he unmuted. I did raise my okay. hand. I think he was trying to raise yeah. it in the emojis too, but I didn't want to disturb Rabbi, so that I just did the hand raise. Um, I was just, it was just a quick comment. I, I just felt like 
when it comes to Lashawn Hara, I feel like there needs to be a whole class on it because it's, it seems the thing that I notice is it's very difficult to tell the difference between speaking the truth in a way of reproving a person, you know, versus Lashawn Hara. And it's like, sometimes we go a little further or the, the notion that because it's true, therefore I get the right to say it, you know, and, and to, to, as they call it, profane someone's name or to, you know, and so it's like, where's the board? Because at some point, some at some time, there are times where the truth has to, to come out. It has to, you know, especially if it's something where, where someone else is being harmed because of the thing, the person's doing the secret, but where the lines are between, you know, the truth, bringing out the truth versus just basically gossiping and, you know, bad-mouthing others and, and desecrating their name. Okay. Yeah, that's a, there's a, we have the teachings of that as far as uh, when we use discretion. At times we have to use discretion. Other times we have to come straight out and make the corrections. Sometimes it's better if we can pull the person to the, pull the coattail or the, pull them to the side and make the correction there. Sometimes open rebuke, we try to keep from doing open, open rebuke at all costs. Because we want to win the person over. So, and uh, and by and by the way, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, we have to uh, be aware of who we're dealing with and the spirit that we're dealing with. Okay. So yeah, and 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 um, by the way, in our Mishnah classes, Mishnah Torah classes, we cover that. We covered that. We will. We will cover that. We haven't covered it so far because we're just starting in the new uh, session. And that's you know the Mishnah Torah is kind of it's an advanced teaching because you know first you get Torah and then you move on. So it's kind of advanced. We start getting into more advanced things. Of course, you all already in in that in that era, but in the area where we're we're doing even deeper studies uh, on the and what happens when we uh, get into sickness and disease what causes sickness and disease uh you know and so actually you know and if you're looking at that in this parish we see where disease is placed upon the rebellious ones because it's hard because their leader their leader you know what this is important when the leadership is corrupt it causes problems on the rest of the people oftentimes you know that, and 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 we as parents, uh, we're bringing up our children in the right way, and by the way, the right way has always been the same, and that is obeying the commandments. So we bring our children up to obey the commandments, and when the parents break the commandments, it brings problems upon the heads of the children in their lives. And many times, if we don't correct it, it's perpetuated generationally, and we call those generational curses. Okay. And so we can break that. And, you know, that's something we have to look at when growing up. We grow up in our different homes, and we see the strengths and the weaknesses of our parents as we're learning. We can capitalize on the strengths and make corrections over the weaknesses as we pass it on. And we do that no matter where we are. Okay. Which we do this, we're we're doing this actually for our community is what we're we're actually trying to do with our community. 
what do you mean, Rob? I'm saying that we're telling our community that be strong in who you are. Know who you are. Right? Understand who you are. And respect other communities for who they are and who they are. Because we all belong to the same Father if we obey in the commandments. So we're trying to get that out to all of the communities. We're working as uh, as elders throughout all the communities, whether it be Israelite or, or Hebrew, uh, Israelite community or Israelite community. We're saying, look, we don't need to uh, act like we're fighting sons of darkness when we're actually looking at our uh, different customs. We have a problem with our customs because we were caught up in, in, in the, the prophecy came, we, we got caught up in the prophecy and the prophecy has come true in us. And we don't, we've lost our identity, heritage and culture. So what we have to do is redevelop our culture and our heritage because it was gone, see, you know? And, and just like the Israelites getting ready to come out of the world system, we're about to come out of this world system. And the father, is sending messengers as he's always done with a message. Let us be messengers for the Father as we study and continue to study the Torah and its principles, as we're getting into Mishnah, Torah and Mishnah and, and how to explain the things that are not really uh, revealed in the Torah. You know, some little things that they're there and there's enough there to live by, but sometimes there are questions. You know, there are questions that we must prepare ourselves to answer. And when we don't know the answer, we can get the answer because we know where the information can be found. Because, again, if you're in the advanced class, you know that we've looked at what the, the mission, we've already missed, we've already looked at it. We looked at other things, right? Uh, and you know where the resources are. I've given, I've sent out information, the resources and the sources that you need and how to get other resources to help get the information, spiritual realm or natural realm. See, these parishes, these parishes that we're talking about are talking about the spiritual world and the natural world. And so we have to help people understand that when we're fighting amongst each other, a house divided cannot stand. It's a very simple teaching. And the, and the, and the scripture is very explicit when it says there should be one teaching. For the Israelite indeed, and for the stranger and the sojourner that is amongst them. There is one teaching. And we have to find out what is that teaching. See, and sometimes when you're looking at the Torah at face value, some people want to fight against it and try to get around it. But so that's when we get into Mishnah Torah and Mishnah Halakha. You see, the Mishnah is Halakha. And so, but we're teaching out of the Mishnah Torah, which is a, I think. In the, in the Sephardic community is a very easy way to, to adapt and, and, and learn how to act in the Torah, come out of the darkness, teach others how to come out of the darkness. So, you know, again, I said that, that we, are we are looking at this, this, this uh, parashah and, and, and the Father is appearing to us and has appeared and is appearing today to us with a message. And he's appearing to us and he's appearing to the nations. For the many of us are saying, we're ready to go. And we want to go to our land. 
give us our land. Let us go to our land. So here, the prophecy, this is how it works. I hope, I'm, I'm, I want to make this simple. But I, again, I said I was going to do just a little, little bit of the parish off. And I think I've done enough on that because I want to go on to that Haftorah portion. Is where I really wanted to focus today, you know, because the Father appeals, appears. But I want you to focus on the Father appears. How does he appear? He uses his powers. He uses, he uses his, his, his creation, his men, his, his earthbound men who have bodies, earthly bodies, who he can use by influencing us with his power or his Ruach HaKodesh in accordance to the law or the teachings that have been passed on since the beginning of time. Even in the heavenly realm, the same teachings, the same laws, the same teachings apply in the spiritual realm that are here. And so he sends his message to all of those that are willing, have a willing heart, that are able to receive instruction in righteousness and in justice and then pass it on. Not everyone can do that. Only those whose hearts and mind are open to receive the truth and uh, with understanding. What do we say in the hierarchy? Hakma and Bina. Wisdom and understanding tied together with what? Da'at, knowledge. See, I, I went over some people's head, but for you all that are in advanced class, you understand what I'm saying. So we have to operate in these. These are very important for us. Wisdom, understanding, and tying them together with knowledge. And see, that way we can, if we do it properly, applying the teachings of the Torah under the influence of and leading of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, the spiritual righteousness, which comes from the Father, we can make change. We call those anointed ones. And through the ages, we've had anointed ones. This is nothing new. Nothing new. The anointed ones are the ones that are able to submit to the will of the Father and, and understand the truth of the Torah and apply it and teach others to apply it in their lives. Doesn't mean that you're a perfect person. Doesn't mean that you don't make mistakes. But what it says is when you, when you make a mistake like David, he made a mistake, he repented, and he went forward. Okay, he went forward. Um, I'm going to have to take just a moment. I'll be right back. Okay, give me just a moment. I'll be right back. I have to... Uh, I'll yeah, we can... Uh... We can talk about it that he will forgive you. Uh, Rabbi was talking about walking into your anointing. And so a lot of us, we have that anointing. It's not by chance that we know things and we have visions, but we have in our mind, how can God use someone like me? That's, that's what our carnal minds say. I didn't sin, I'm, I'm, I'm fornicating, I didn't have a, a abortion, I didn't commit adultery, I didn't been on drugs, I didn't been in jail, I didn't take all these things that the devil tries to attack our mind to try to take that anointing away, but he can't. You can't stop the gifts of God. And you even see the homeless people on the street, you talk to a lot of them, those are anointed people. 
They just went through something. They just went through a hard time. Something broke them. But if you talk to them, they're very educated people. And so what Rabbi is trying to say is God will forgive you. You still going to carry your gift. Your gift is not going anywhere. Now, whether you choose to use it or not is a different thing. But his people are his people. The DNA runs through us. You are the chosen one. You can't get around that. If you look in, in the Torah, they've, the, the chosen people had gone through so many things before they even walked in their destiny. But just like John the Baptist, he didn't die before his, his, his destiny was over. His destiny was what? To baptize Joshua. And he did that. And then people try to take that away from him and say, I, I don't know if, if that was the Messiah. If that, and then you know what? He sent somebody. He said, go make sure and confirm it while he was in jail. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And they came back and then he was beheaded after that, after he got the confirmation. His destiny was over. God has a time and date for you. But there's things that you are gifted to do. And you use your gifts. And then people will try to come back and say, well, you really don't have that gift. It was just a coincidence that that happened. It wasn't no coincidence. God gave you the vision. You will have an idea, and then two years later, you'll see it on TV when you originally had that idea. It happens all the time to us. Or somebody didn't stole it. You didn't told the wrong person. Your gifts. Go ahead, Rabbi. Okay, yes. So, and, and we have to understand that. And in every dispensation, right? That's why I say, I always say, well, I began to say more know who you are, right? Understand whose you are. The message is that we, as the children of the Most High, were called to be the priest, his priest, right? His uh, uh, anointed ones in the earth during our dispensation. There was a dispensation. The dispensation when, when Adam was in was in control, and of course we know he failed. Then we had Seth to come in. Same thing. Then we had Enoch come in, and these are all anointed ones. These were all empowered. All of these men, all of these people, were empowered to make a change in the world. He empowers. Each in every age, men and women, to carry forth the law, the teachings of the law, that will not change. There are laws of nature, laws of creation, laws in the land, laws for the in the spiritual realm, laws that get, keep the earth rotating on its axis, the sun and the moon in their places. The stars in the sky, all the the winds that blow and and the different seasons. These are commanded. By the laws of creation, they don't change. Procreation, recreate, recreate, procreation. He says, re, re, uh, what is it? Is it re, uh, what do you call it? Replenish. You know, there are laws to re, how, of how to replenish. All of these laws are in, in place, and they were set, and the children of light abide by these laws and, and these of creation 
and the laws in the earth and laws of building nations and families, the children of light obey these to the mm -hmm. best of their ability. And, 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 and Rabbi, just like the law, I'm not really supposed to be cooking today. And a lot of times uh, you'll see that your mother and father, well, your mother cooked on Saturday. So what, you can have dinner after church. That's how we was brought up. But really Sabbath day is Saturday. And so because we're in this Egypt, sometimes we're called. My family called me. So we're doing it for family because we're in this Egypt and they don't know. Just like funerals. They're not supposed to be held on a Saturday, but we'll go out of respect. But go ahead, uh, Rabbi. But I know the law. I, I, Rabbi is teaching me what I'm supposed to and what not supposed to do. But sometimes, like I say, in this e Egypt, it, it's about your family too. So, yeah, we see ourselves in Egypt just like we're in Egypt now or in the world system. Think of it as the world system. And we're bound and bondage by the world system. We're in bondage. But the Father has sent his anointed ones and they walk the earth and they're teaching righteousness. Just like Enoch taught righteousness. And then Noah came and taught his sons. You know, that was a re uh, again, Every, every culture on the earth has a creation story. And they're all, if you listen to them, they're pretty close. Now, Noah, right, is the anointed one for our, our dispensation. Noah. And he taught what he was taught from before the flood, from his great-grandfather, taught him. And this teaching has gone on. What is it? It is the law. You know, some people get a bad taste in their mouth when you say the law. Or the teachings. I see your hand. Okay. Speaking of Noah, I have, I guess, a random question about that mm -hmm. in terms of um, the, the understanding is that the whole earth was destroyed, right? Except that was saved, that which was in the ark. The, the animals and, and Noah. Yeah, yeah, because there are those who argue or say that um, there's evidence that um, certain cultures were still around and they have like, they have cultural stuff from since before that time that they're still holding on to. So that's one of the things I was like, huh? And then um, of course my husband just brought up that he, cause he thought that's what I was asking about. But that was a question I had probably yesterday in terms of, there are those who say that the Nephilim are still around and the children of the Nephilim, and you know who they think are the children of the Nephilim. But I'm like, if they were all destroyed, that could not be true, could it? Right. Because we're dealing with, remember, there's a natural and mm -hmm. then there's a spiritual. Mm -hmm. And there are those that are neither spiritual or natural. They're kind of like uh, they're created beings. Right. Then they're not killed in the, you know, they're not killed in a, such a sense. And we actually are not killed, our spirit. Our soul mm -hmm. continue to go on. So yeah, they there was a uh, a survival of that spirit, and okay. the spirits need a body to live. So they would possess bodies. Yeah, they take bodies. Okay, okay, and, and that's that's, how... that's kind of like part of where possession, the possession that we even see still to this day. Right. Yeah, that happens. They, that that they're... makes sense to me. The but the the part where they were implying that those half breeds or cross breeds. Were still around. I was like, wasn't that part of the reason why the flood in the first place? Whereas, like, all of the wickedness that was happening, he was resetting. Like, so Yah was doing his own reset. Everyone's talking about reset now. 
It is a reset, yeah. Yeah, but he was doing And there's going to be another reset. Mm-hmm. We're looking for it, okay? There's mm-hmm. going to be another reset. So there are things that we have been taught and blinded to in the teachings from the West, right? Whether by, you know, uh, they did it intentionally or unintentionally, it's been done. And um, they're unfortunate for us. There are there are some that have kept the information. Of course, when they robbed our libraries, mm-hmm. and they went, and, and that was a scramble for Africa when they went and they got in when the Greeks went in there, you know, and they were there, and, they, and that's why you get this Greek philosophy, right? The Hermes mm-hmm. and all this stuff. They're reading our hieroglyphs and they're seeing our technology. And right, it's really Egyptian steal our technology. <laughs> and we were warned before mm-hmm. not to give our technology to the. I'm going to say this. The hairy clay, uh, sl- uh, cave dwellers do not mm. give the knowledge to the hairy cave dwellers. It's mm. not coming from me. This is from the teachings and in the, in the studies. There are a lot of things that are there that we don't get into on this program that we will, you know, we will do it on our Tuesday program um, uh, for our advanced people because there's, again, there's wisdom and okay. you get to see. Right. You know, we get to see and talk about, and I'll give you the books and, and the, the information so you can can see these things about Kemet, you know, mm-hmm. and, and see that there's a problem with Kemet and the Israelites. There's a a, a a big controversy between them and not understanding that they all, they all have the same teachings. This mm-hmm. is how you apply those teachings. That see? matters. Mm-hmm. And, and we were caught up in the West. So the West has, has actually uh, uh, polluted our teachings. And, the, and watered it down, dumbed us down, mm-hmm. right? Well, many that have kept commit, uh, you know, even, you know, they've had some corruptions in it because of the Greeks, but the the, the message is there, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when we see these resets, we and we wonder why there's so much uh, information showing that, that the commit, right? Commit was in South America and in North America, because it was all one landmass land and it was ruled by Kemet for a while, right? Mm-hmm. That was the seat of knowledge. That's why we were in Kemet in this parashah. We were mm-hmm. in Kemet. They call it Egypt. It's Kemet. It means dark. Mm-hmm. We're there. And, and that was the seat of knowledge. And that's where a lot of initiation went on in the spiritual teachings. That's why when Moshe went there and he laid down his, his staff and it turned into a, a serpent, they were able to do the same thing. Why? Because they had the same teaching. Mm-hmm. That's why they were able become to become corrupt in many and, and they corrupted the teaching. There are writings in terms of the early life of Yahawashai, if you want to take it for the yeah. truth or not. It, 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 I feel like you have to pick cherries out of it. Yeah. But um, where it talks about like in his youth when he spent that time, we do know that part is documented that he spent time in Egypt when he was fleeing from Herod, I believe it was. And 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 during that time, like he he actually worked towards even in his youth undoing some of that damage and stuff. And and so you might say, oh, that's not true. But at the same time, there is a, a believing body in Egypt till this day, you know, that where you could see the remnants of it. And there, if you look, you would you would say, oh, that's because the Catholics came through there. But that's not the case. They're very much like Coptic, like the Ethiopians. And you can tell that it's like they have old teachings, old school teachings from an older teacher, kind of straight from Messiah. 
yeah. and stuff. So it's interesting how, like, while they try to cover things up, the remnants are there. In yeah, the, yeah, and what they yeah. did, well, again, the enemy, the, the sons of darkness come to corrupt, steal, and, and kill, and destroy. So they tried to corrupt and steal and destroy the knowledge that we had. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so in the scriptures, you know, as you read in Deuteronomy, it, you know, it tells us, you know, it's going to be like, I'm going to erase your knowledge. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, for all intents and purposes, you talk to us and we don't know who we are. Mm -hmm. As a people, we have no clue. We got people, I read somebody, a young man said, I'd, be rather, I'd rather be called a, a Black American than an African. And he's darker than I am. Mm -hmm. He's commit. And he don't want to, you know, he's yeah. African. Well, they call it African, but, you know, a commit. He's, you know. It's just such and a lack just of confused. knowledge for. Yeah, people are just confused. So we have to, again, one of the, you know, and know who you are. Find out who you are. You know, and and let, let me do this right quick. Let me tell you how, you know, we argue with Israelites and who is it Israel, who is a Jew and all this kind of stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and we're, anyway, well, who is it? How do you know? I said, we say, go to the scripture and find out who the Israelites are. Go find out who the Jews are. It's all there in the scripture. It's mm -hmm. all there in the scripture. Mm -hmm. Right now, you want to know who the Israelites are, the 12 tribes are? This, this is it. And we, again, this is old teaching for us, right? We've already studied this. Mm -hmm. But for those of you that, you know, and, 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 uh, I quote, I'm, I'm not trying to go, you know, I didn't want to go too much deeper into what we were talking about as far as the commit and, you know. Yeah. And that's why I put a pin in the yeah, other so thing. I'm kind of switching it over a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of switching off of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I put a pin in it. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask you after. Yeah, that's for us. Yeah. That's for us in advanced class. I don't want to mess yeah. people up. Right. Mm -hmm. So it says, um, <clears throat> one, one of the things we look at for the Israelite. Because we don't, you don't know who you are, because the scripture said you're gonna lose who you are, right? Your remembrance, it says your remembrance will cease to exist, right? Your remembrance, in other words, you're gonna forget who you are, and and that's how the sons of darkness attacked us, and have always attacked us. To to they they strove to make us forget who we are. Look in the book of Daniel, they strove to take the young children, the children. To pollute the children. What are they doing today? I, I heard something. Uh, uh, a quote Eliza uh, sent me. Young man uh, from the continent of Africa, African, was, was appealing to his local officials about something that's going on in the school. He said, everything you do in the school with our children, you come to us to get permission for it. No matter what it is, a school, a field trip, a shot, anything, you always come to us. But when it comes to this thing about gender, you don't. They don't have to come to us. You just do it. So if the child is, you know, says I want, he's a young a boy and he wants to be a girl, the teacher encourages him to uh, to take on that role without going to the parent. So this is how they want to destroy us. Forget who you are. Forget what you are. This has been from the dark side all along, and it's happening. And so they get us in these political parties. Both parties are corrupt and they have this, they're both working for the dark side in a way to separate us from the truth. Both sides, both of them. And we fight each other. Again, this is why I talk about unity within the Israelites. We have to get out of those Democrat and Republican camps and, uh, and, and these 
uh, whatever the other one they got, they got independence. We're none of that stuff. None of that stuff. Because it's all designed by the sons of darkness to destroy the sons of light. Divide and conquer the sons of light. In every one of those camps I said, Democrat, Republican, Independent, you're going to find sons of light there. But they rule, but those camps are ruled by the darkness. The sons of darkness rule them all. They're all there to destroy you. They're there. And that's what that's that's the battle. And that's why we're here to enlighten, enlighten the sons of light. Stop fighting amongst ourselves. Come out from among them, be ye separate. Come from among them, be ye separate. Do not take on the characteristics, the culture of the enemy, the dark side. Stay in the righteousness. Don't follow unrighteousness. Don't do it. So this is how we know who you are. This is how you know who you are. Get you a, a Torah. Start in the book of Genesis. When you get to 17 chapter, the 17th chapter, when, when Abraham begins to, to, to get into his lifestyle and his life, and then when you go on through and you get to Deuteronomy, it's going to tell you how to identify an Israelite. But you'll find it all through. You'll find the steps all the way through of what it takes to be an Israelite or a Jew. Israelite or a Jew It's going to tell you how to do it. But I'm, I'm focusing specifically on right here on the Israelite, not on the Jew. And when I say the Jew, I'm saying the westernized Jew, right? Because we have West African Jews and then we have... European Jews, what I'm dealing with, West African Jews and Israelites right now, okay? Because this is our culture, we have something in common and we come from the same stock. There are 12 tribes of us and that means we are diverse in what and how we do things. We are diverse in what we do, but we're still the same people and our teachings are the same. We have the same teaching, but the way we may go about them, the way we dress, I may wear a beard. Say, man, I don't, you know, I got this beard I have for 70 years. I, well, uh, well, I say I'm 20 years old, 50 years, been trying to grow a beard, 50 years. Because in the military, they made me start shaving. I wouldn't have a beard. You know, my cultures are different, right? And, and you know, so there's a little, the way I, I'm in the Midwest, I dress a little bit differently, you know. So we have different, but the teaching, no matter what culture I come from, whatever camp I'm in, it has to be Torah-based. So here's how we recognize who we are. No matter where we go, we can find these people. It says they have lost their identity. Because boy, you don't know who you are. You go to where? where do you, where's your village? Where you come from? Where your people? Lost their identity. You in the United States? Oh, I'm an African American. I ain't had nothing to do with Africa. And you're just black as coal. You know, black as coal. I ain't got nothing to do with Africa. What's wrong with you? You're sick. You're sick in the head. So he's lost our identity, and then he's lost his heritage. What do your people do? You know, where, 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 you know uh, you, you, where's your land? How much land your family, your people own? Where's your country? Where, where, what's your country? Oh, lost it. Okay. You lost your land. Again, the land. You lost your land. They promised you some land over in this country, but this is not your, your, this is not your home. Now, when I say that, I'm saying this about the 12 tribes of Israel that, you know, that came over in the transatlantic slave trade. Because by the way, some of us were already here. Some of us already, some of us are original people here. Yeah, and their yeah. land was taken here. 
Even but that land they, was taken they, from they, they gave the Japanese um, Americans to that World War II. They gave them their reparations. They gave, you know, uh, the Jewish people over there, they given them some money, but we haven't gotten ours. But go ahead, Rabbi. I, yeah. I like to so, expound yeah. on that. They they gave them one point yeah. something billion dollars. You can look it up. Yeah. Japanese so, yeah. Americans, when they yeah. incarcerated them. Yeah. So we we're, we're, haven't gotten ours. We're helping you find out who you are. Right. We're helping you find out who you are. You lost your identity, you lost your heritage, you lost your land. Even in this country, no matter where you were, if you had it, they took it from you. Remember, sons of darkness come to steal, kill, and destroy. So who's doing it? It's not the father that's doing it. Right? See? And so it says, you're unable to rise above the oppressors. Unable to rise above the oppressors. I don't care how rich you are. You still haven't got anything because you're still in the land of what? See, the captivity, you're still scattered. Who you are, you know, it tells you who you are. It says, your name ceased to exist. Do you know your real name? Do you know name? We don't know who we are. Our name has ceased to exist, out of, straight out of Deuteronomy. Ceased to exist, you don't know. They gave you a new name, you know. Kunta became Toby. Absalom became Frederick. See? They changed our names. Right? Remember who we are. We have to remember who we are while in the land of our captivity. We have to remember, we begin to remember who we are while we're in the land of our captivity. You know, the problem with that is, that's number six, but the problem with that is remembering who we are in the land of our captivity is a lot of us think that this is our land, that, that again, came over on the, on the translation and, and think that, you know, here's a test. For you all that have the money, wherewithal to travel all over the world, take your vacations, take your honeymoons, how many of you Put one of the countries of Africa as your destination. I can guarantee you that most of those people out there, most of them out there, unless you're of the enlightened. Now, the enlightened ones, the enlightened ones, y'all, the anointed ones, y'all going, y'all going to the continent of Africa. You're going there, you know. But they, they they haven't because they put that little baby on there with the flies all on them and the big stomach. Yeah. Like Africa is so poor, it's so rich over there. They own their land. They don't pay any taxes. They don't go through what we go through, the stress, working to pay Peter and Paul and all that. And they help each other. And nobody's begging over there. That you, you have resources. So they're selling you things. You you come out the womb with a job, like a business. But but go ahead. So quit believing all that fake news that you see on that the United States feed us. So yeah, take a trip. Next time you make a trip, go to one of the 54 countries of Africa, North, South, East, or West Africa, and see for yourself. You go into Europe, spend your money in Europe, go to France. Woo, y'all find out what France is doing down in the continent of Africa. Woo, and you go give them their money. They don't care about you. You go over there and spend your money. Take a trip to the continent of Africa. Get an education, okay? Get yourself an education. You see that picture in my background? 
Go over there. I got that picture at the because we're in the book of uh with with the book of Exodus, and this is where we come, but it actually is the world system that we're coming out of. Now, here's what it says in Ezekiel. Okay, about a, now I've given you a description of what to look for to find out who you are compared to other people, right? I've given you that. Play it back again, and you get a chance if you, if you miss it, fit and write them down. It says it says in the book of Ezekiel, for you Israelites, for you Jews, it says, thus says the Lord God, when I shall have gathered the house of Israel, right, from the peoples among whom they are scattered, he's going to do it. And he's going to do it for the children of Israel. Remember I said my description was for the children of Israel. Lost their heritage, lost their identity, lost their land, you know, unable to uh, rise above the other nations. We ceased, our name has ceased to exist. You know, they said that the, the, the 12 tribes were dispersed in the world. Many of them say, and will never be found again. Now, that's a lot of pit. And it says, and then remember who we are in the land of our captivity. So it says, we are scattered. We are a scattered people. We've lost our identity, heritage, and culture. It says, and shall be sanctified in them in the sight of the nations. Okay. So it's, again, thus says the Lord God, when I shall have gathered the house of Israel from the people among whom they are scattered and shall be sanctified in them in the sight of the nations, then shall they dwell in their land that I have given to my servant Yaakov. And they shall dwell safely there and shall build houses and plant vineyards and they shall dwell in security when I have executed judgments upon all those that disdain them round about them. And they shall know that I am the Lord their God. So when you when you read in Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, and you read that first one, and then you go back and you want to say, well, who are they talking about? Because you have to know who you are. So I've given you a little bit of an understanding of how to find out who you are, where you really originated from. And you become a part of the prophecy when you begin to remember who you are while in the land of your captivity. See, you can't go right now to the land of Israel unless you get a sponsor. You got to get a sponsor. And I mean going to the state to do Aliyah. And the, and the way it's set up now is your mother has to be a, a Jew. But the scripture says Jews are people who converted to and became under the Torah law, entered into the congregation, so they became known as Jews. So if you didn't come from that stock, but you are Jacob or Israel, it's hard for you to go in and say, my mother is Jew when your mother is actually an Israelite. And some have said that the Israelites have ceased to exist. Some have said that. The Israelites have ceased to exist. Doesn't that fall in line with what it said? The name ceased to exist? Some believe that. Some believe that. So you have to get the accurate description. He says he's going to be sanctified amongst us. How? What does he mean? We're going to remember who we are. He's going to reveal himself to us through his word. Only through his word. Through his word, he's going to reveal himself. He has sent messengers to you to help you along the way, just like Moses and Aaron 
who went and said, look, it's time. And you know what? I believe the Father is preparing a place for us because he has to fulfill the scripture. His scripture says, from beyond the rivers of Cush, shall my daughter, shall my daughter, okay, Atari, bring my gifts. So in the continent of Africa, they are opening up doors so that we can fulfill that scripture. We can fulfill that scripture. Now, I'm not saying everybody has to get up and leave here because no, it's not, they're not ready for us yet. Little and by little shall we leave these the, the nations until Mashiach comes. But little and by little are we leaving the West in small groups at different times we are leaving. And in the book of, 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 of uh, what is that book? Acts, it says, nobody knows the times or the seasons. So in times and seasons, we are leaving and have been leaving the West and going home, preparing to fulfill the scripture. It says, beyond the rivers of Cush, you run beyond the rivers of Cush. Many of us are going to stay here, and that's fine. Stay here. If you're comfortable, stay. But don't disregard the ties that you have to Israel, Northeast Africa, continent of Africa. Our forefathers fled there and hid there. And they weren't called Jews, but they hid there. They were called sons of Jacob and Israel because we broke the commandment that was established from the creation, the, from the time of creation. We broke that commandment. We are the children of light. We are the sons of light. We are the star children. Our creation, our beginning was before here. We came here for a job, for a purpose, a specific purpose. And that was to, to, to rule in the earth realm, not over each other, but the fish of the sea, the fowls of the air, and everything that creeps upon the face of the earth. Those are the ones we're here to rule over. We're here to be stewards of the earth. We are the children of light. We bring life. We bring prosperity. We bring health. That is what we do. We enrich everywhere we go. We enrich the nations and the people. We enrich those people because we are children of the light. We come from our father, Avina Shabbat Shamaim. Our father in the heavens allowed us to come here. Amen. For a specific purpose. He said, I want you to rule over the fish of the sea, the fowls of the air, and everything that creeps on the face of the earth. I want you to be a blessing to all nations. That's what we're to do. But we lost our identity, lost our heritage, lost our land. It is as if we ceased to exist, but we, we have never been able to rise above the oppressors. But now we are remembering. We left our inheritance. But now we are remembering because we're waking up and we've woken up and found out I'm in a pig pen and I need to go home. We need to go home. What is that? That means return to the Father. When I say home, return to the Father. Because without the Father, there's no land. Our Father is in heaven. We are his anointed ones. We are what they call Mashiach. We are the anointed ones. And we forgot for a moment, we forgot for a brief moment who we are. And we were dead. We were dead. 
but the dry bones are waking up in the land of our captivity. And the Father has sent his messengers all over the world. He's sending messengers. Wake up, Israel. It is time to wake up. Stop fighting each other. Remember who you know who you are. Remember who you are. Begin to love each other. Care for each other. These are the laws of our creation created for us to be a light unto the nations. We are at war, but it's a spiritual war against the darkness of the world. When we come, we come to give light and that of more abundance. But the thief comes, but to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his job. When they harness, watch this. I'm going to give you this little, little tidbit and I'm going to stop. Open up. We can have a discussion. It says, in our ancient writings, it says that when they harness the waters and they harness the air and then they harness lightning, there will be a war. There's going to be war. He wasn't talking about us. He was talking about the sons of darkness. When they harness the water, in other words, get them big ships, submarines, then they get the airplanes, F-16s, you know, the Tomcats and the helicopters. And then they get they got electricity. And so now they got lasers and, and all these laser weapons that they're using. And now they're at war. They're creating war. They're getting rich off war because that's what they do. Sons of darkness steal, kill, and destroy wherever they go. Their ulterior motive is always steal, kill, and destroy. But we come to give you life. And that more abundantly because we belong to our father. We know who we are and we know whose we are. We are the sons and daughters of our father, right? And we are his children. We are the children of the light. We can't lose. We can't lose. But you got to know who you are, who you are. You got to know that. Got to come back to the Torah, obey the laws of creation. Obey the laws that our Father has set in place, and we are to represent him in there. We are ambassadors in this earth realm. See, talking about, there would be no such, you know, when we were ruling the earth, climate control, climate, we didn't, we didn't have that. You know, and they talk about the, uh, uh, Cody Easter said, uh, they show you the poverty of Africa. There was no... You know, until the sons of darkness went into the country, there was nothing like that. There was wealth. How do you know? How do you know? Because they were coming down there and getting our gold. Even in those days, it talks about Mansa Musa, the richest man in the world. They found out we the land was gold. It says in the scripture, it says, and the land that was good, and they had the bedlam. In other words, they had the natural resources that they're in abundance. We had all of that going on. People were living good, you know. We had kingdoms and we are wealthy then and we're wealthy now. Just we've been brainwashed and conditioned to think that we're poor and desolate. And it's a lie because again, that is showing you what the sons of darkness do. Steal, kill, and destroy. What did they do when they went in continent Africa? Stole, still stealing, killing, and destroying, cutting off the arms of children and people because they would not obey. That's not light, that's dark exploiting the people because they harness 
the weapons and they harnessed the good things and turned it to evil. And they came in and began to destroy, kill, steal, and destroy. With the things that were created for good, they made it evil. Created a bomb that went in and dropped it on a people and destroyed the people for years. And it was meant for good. We could have perpetual, we could have perpetual energy right now where you don't have to do it. It runs forever, but they are controlling it. The sons of darkness are controlling it, so you can't do it. Nuclear fusion and all these things were for good. For good, for the good of mankind. But they took it, taken it, and and just like it says in the writings, when they harness the water and the air and lightning, they're gonna start war. Rabbi, I was thinking of um two things. I was thinking of um I was looking at this thing and it was showing like how we dress then and mm -hmm. how we dress now. And you know, that layering of gold chains and stuff that, mm -hmm. you know, they try to have us call it ghetto and stuff, but it's like mm -hmm. we went, we, they went back in history in one of the hieroglyphics <laughs> in the drawings and literally it was the same rounded, huge gold pendant with the gold chain. Of course, then it was pure, pure, you know, yeah. gold and, and layers of gold and stuff, same style, but it's like <laughs> a variation with modernity. And so that was one thing I was thinking. I was like, you think that the things you're doing, they're brand new, but they're in you, you know, so you're doing them, you know. Yeah. And there is the, um. I thought of my, I, I've always loved like precious stones because I was just always amazed that, you know, just mm -hmm. out of the earth, the creator was making those things. So I would like, yeah. people would buy it just to wear on their jewelry, but I would actually study it. And, and so yeah. I remember like every time a precious stone, a newfound precious stone came out, it was always from Africa whether it was the Madagascan ruby or it was the um, Ethiopian opal or, mm -hmm. but it was always every time they discovered a precious stone. And of course we know about the diamonds because we know about the, the you know, the crime, but yeah. let's go there and get, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it's like, they, they make you believe that we're, we're poor, as you say, but every time there's something of wealth to be obtained and to be found, it's always found there, yeah. you know? And yeah. so we watch, you know, Wakanda or um, Black Panther, where they have this this precious stone that they're using for yeah. technology, and we think it's so far fetched and it's it's um this make believe, but it's really not. Yeah. You know, they may have or may very well find vibranium, and that would not be a shock because every time they find a stone of any value or a precious metal, it's usually there. They find it, and then they'll yeah. find it elsewhere, like the Caribbean and such, but not on in the volume they find it in Africa yeah. or the quality. Yeah. Yeah, you have a, you know, if you ever watch a billionaire, mm -hmm. meaning a child that was born into billions, that's the heir, mm -hmm. right? They they don't they don't they don't think much about because it it's there, it's an abundance, you know, and that's think about that's where the continent of Africa was. Mm -hmm. I said was. Yes, they had an abundance of everything they needed, mm -hmm. rubies, diamonds, they had it. It's like, huh, you know, trading with it, it's no big deal. So when the Europeans came over there, I mean, for them, it was like precious. But for us, it was like, oh, we have this, oh, I got that in my backyard, go get you some out of the backyard. <laughs> I, oh, I'm so, oh, I fell out, oh, I picked up some, I threw that away yesterday. Oh, and they said we didn't value it. No, because we, we had it in abundance. And we didn't have to search for it. We could go out, you can lay down, go to sleep, and wake up in the morning. The rain come down, the rain and washed out some diamonds right there beside you. And you all you doing out there, you swimming and you kick a diamond and all the children are throwing diamonds at each other, you know, having fun with them. Because yeah. there's an abundance of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the Europeans came in and put a value on it. Right. And because we, you know, we got so much of it, it's not, you know, big, no big deal. 
you know. Mm -hmm. Mansa Musa had so much gold, he went there, he was, they were afraid, he, you know, he just messed up the whole world because he had so much gold. Mm -hmm. You know, when the Queen of Sheba went, when the Queen of Sheba went to Solomon, she took what? Precious stuff. That, she had an abundance of it. No big deal. You then know, you can understand why why the changing of because the backing for for monetary used to be gold yeah. at one point. But imagine that if we had such abundance of it, you know, for, yeah. as many people who would have been on the top of every situation, you know, if gold was the the monetary value and the standard still. And well, you know, the sons of darkness are wiser than the sons of light. Mm -hmm. That's what it says, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So they took because we didn't we didn't look at things the same way. We didn't have the pride and things that you know uh, what do they call it ego. Yeah. You know, and we didn't want to dominate people mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So when you know they were not used to it, they wanted more, and they still want more and more, uh, and are willing to do anything to do it. We we have we were taught that. What we have, we share with everybody. Our culture, like Abraham, mm -hmm. sit out and find you coming and want to, and make you come in and get, you know, eat or sit down and eat. You can't leave without going to eat. You know, you gotta have a meal. Mm -hmm. That's our culture. Yeah. Huh? And you go to many, you go visit people now. They want to make you eat. You gonna eat something? Mm -hmm. You go visit somebody. Go to the African town. You gonna eat something? You know. That's our culture. That's mm. a part of our heritage. You know, wealth, riches, and that's in our heritage. Why they, well, soon we get, oh, they're going to buy a Cadillac. Yeah, they're going to buy a Cadillac. Well, that's what he should be driving. Or Mercedes or Rolls Royce. I want me a ghost. <laughs> Rolls Royce ghost. <laughs> For my birthday. <laughs> but that's because that's, you know, that's a part of our heritage and our, our inside of us. Our subconscious remembers where you came from. Our subconscious remembers. We have to bring the subconscious up to the conscious. When we bring the subconscious to the conscious, it reminds us who we are. And we remember. We begin to remember. In my father's house, in my land, we had riches. We didn't have to worry about it. Water, clean water. Clean air. We didn't worry about it. And our women were topless. They were topless. It wasn't no big deal. Mm -hmm. Right? But when they came, they said, oh, it's immoral. But now you walk around and there are women around bottoms and negative all over the place. And they think it's just the one most wonderful thing. But we were already there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we didn't look at it in a perverted sense. Mm -hmm. You see? So, you know, Let's go home first in our minds. Mm -hmm. Go home in your mind. In other words, find out and remember who you are. Mm -hmm. Find out who you are. You know, we have to do that. It's impossible to go forward. It's impossible to go forward until we know and search and remember who we are and whose we are and return to the standards that our Father has set for us. We have to go back. I Give was, up the ego. I was like, we started eating what they're eating. No, oh, I mean, and both spiritually and naturally, and now we acting how they're acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because we, you know, when you you go to the king's house, you go to the palace, you got to eat good. Go into Solomon's palace, it ain't good. Mm -hmm. Wasn't no pork in there. You know, none of that stuff, shellfish. And mm -hmm. They ate what they were supposed to eat because they were following the commandment. You know, they followed the commandments. So we ate what we were supposed to eat. And I have to check on some things, though. You know, with this turkey and I have to check on chicken, too. We'll have to get because there, you know, there are some fowls we can eat. As long as they don't eat, they're not scavengers. That's the, the clue you have to look for scavengers. If they're scavengers, you cannot eat them. Stay away from them, scavengers. Right? If they're unclean, stay away from them. Yeah, I know it's a debate in terms of um, the chicken in the holistic space. Mm -hmm. Those who do eat, because you know, a, a large majority of them don't, but because of yeah. some of them are saying they were not there originally, you could not find right. them in, in yeah. the original yeah. space. Yeah. And so we, yeah, so there, yeah. 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 So we have to be aware, you know, if you have questions about it, if you just have questions about something, don't do it. Right. That's do what it. I, I did, you know, yeah. just like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just don't do it. We're going to leave that. We're going to leave the chicken alone. I'm tell y'all right now. Yeah. <laughs> chicken, you know, you know, I, I was a Baptist for a while. So, you know, chicken, I, eat, I eat chicken, chicken in a different run. way. We're not going to mess with the chicken. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to uh, delete that. I, I'm just I, giving I, the information. <laughs> moving yeah. right along. Moving, moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, that's what I'm about to put in the oven, some chicken. So some we'll chicken. Yeah. Right I'm like, oh, no, not the chicken. So. <laughs> it's marinated overnight. It's, it's still in a debate. It's, it's, not, chicken. Yeah. it's not solid. The, the chicken is marinating right now, ready to yeah. go into the oven. <laughs> I hope we don't yeah. Leave that chicken alone. See that we chicken got, yeah. And I'm making turkey spaghetti, so we need to uh, move right along here. Mm. Yeah. The sauce is already I made. I had chicken and dumpling the other day. The, yeah. the, the, the sauce is set overnight in that pot. The 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 seasons in the ground in there. It's gonna be really good. I'm gonna put it in the oven pretty soon. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're just trying to make us hungry. That's all you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just chopped up my fresh salad a minute ago. Oh. Oh my! All right, now you talk. All right, now that's what the, <laughs> no, the vegetarians and vegans, huh? That cucumber tomatoes we came okay. with that spinach mm -hmm. and uh, Roman salad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no <Eat> comments. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Just uh, <laughs> my message again is: know who you are. Know who you are. Right, obey the commandments. That's the yeah, age. I'm gonna leave out this fresh pita bread we got. The the oh yeah, the, the yeah. turkey spaghetti on the side. That fresh pita bread uh, and fresh a little bit of butter on the top of it. Oh, we mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. You got yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do your family have have your do your family eat pita bread? Have they had it? Oh yes, and I've I've made it from scratch. I make it from scratch over the Passover, but I got this from um, Costco. They have it, and it's a, a nice. Um, everybody gets a slice, and I'm just gonna put some hot butter, brush some hot butter on it. Yeah, that that. Yeah, my dad hasn't made it in a while. They make me some some pita bread. Because there's I, a I like thing the called bread. bakes, yeah. and they make those. Yeah. yeah. This one, this one is and called stone fire. It's, yeah. it's called stone fire. I actually used it for yeah. for the uh, Shabbat this morning when yeah. I had my wine and did my prayers. Mm -hmm. so I, I used it this morning for the Shabbat 
Yeah. I, I get my, my pita, pita bread from Lebanon, the Lebanese, uh, Drubies, Drubies here in Houston. Mm -hmm. Drubies, is, he's from Lebanon. Mm -hmm. and, and that's where I get my uh, pita bread from. It is, um, that's homemade, you know, that's. Yeah, yeah. A letter from home, yeah, yeah. When I make, when we make it from our house, you know, you only can have it one day. It's not, it's not any good. Right, right. There, right. There's, you, can, you know, we, you can eat it for about a week. Wait, yeah, you can't do that with Drubies. You got to put it in the freezer. Drubies oh, yeah. like yours. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I go to like too, home, yeah. You have to put it in the freezer because a day is gone. Yeah. That yeah. third day, just throw it out. Third day, just throw it out. Right, that's when you know it's authentic when it doesn't really stay. Last. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I learned well, I the hard thing. I lost a whole collar that yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> I like to freeze mine. That you know, that way I can go out and get what I need and put it back. Yeah, I, I just mm -hmm. eat mine all up. There's <laughs> <laughs> only two of us here. Well, it's healthy, you know. It's healthy. It's healthy food. And then right? I have my little Italian dips that I buy that pesto sauce and. I used oh. to have the pesto with yeah. it. Yeah, okay. I, love I, I take that uh, olive oil, virgin <laughs> olive oil, put some pepper in it, a little salt in it, and then I dip my bread in it. Yeah, or chives. I like doing chives. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. like rosemary and chives, and uh -huh. sometimes uh -huh. the dried um, scallion. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's healthy for you, you know. It's yeah. healthy. That olive oil is healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's our food. Yeah. You know? I try to get it in where I can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just put it all over the food I'm eating. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right. <laughs> when we done gone astray. <laughs> <laughs> we uh uh Rabbi, if you can do your summary, we can go ahead and do our summary before we go into yeah. our prayer. Yeah. For for all of us who are returning to um our family, the family of Yah, remember that we are in the land of our captivity because we didn't come over here voluntarily. We were forced into other religions. We were forced to lose to 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 leave our our culture and our heritage. We were forced into that. And while we're here, remember that our forefathers endured the same thing. They did it for four hundred years, and they were indoctrinated into many of the ways of the world. And we had to. The Father sends a message through us, not through an outsider. He sends it from amongst his own, our own people. He sends us messengers from amongst our own people who he has anointed, right, with the message of what we should do, how we are to do it, how we are to act as a people. And in the time, as we teach our children, our children's children, he will continue to send the messenger to restore us, our relationships, so that he can prepare us. To, we're being prepared now to go into our land. We're remembering who we are. He will continue to send the messengers as long as we remember to sanctify his name and to sanctify him in our homes and our communities. He will continue to send the messengers. Even when we don't obey, he's going to send the messengers so that we have an opportunity to return to him in truth. Come out from amongst them and be ye separate. Come out from amongst them. Do not follow the ways 
of the dark sides, of the darkness. He is working on our behalf. That is my message today. Know who you are. Know who you are. Come home. Come home. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the message, Rabbi Alshon Ben Yaakov. We love you. We thank you for continuously feeding us every week. You know, sometimes we get on here and we be a little down ourselves. But when you talk about that Torah, when you when you share that anointing with one another, there's healing that takes place with us. So we need you just as much as, much as you need us, and we need the word. We, we're all in this together. So I, I feel a whole lot better. And then there's sometimes you can be sick and you go, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna get on today. And then you get on here, you get off, you're a totally different person. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. when you spread the good news, when you spread the gospel, that's what he'll do. Healing is take, he's cleansing you because in order to use you, he what? Manifest through you. We don't mm-hmm. get these words and this information out of the air. He gives it to us, his discernment. He's using us and he's cleansing us. And he's healing us at the same time. He's giving us fresh fuel. He's blessing us. And that's what he's going to do for you. Spread the good news. Talk about him. When they come over today, yeah, I'm not supposed to be cooking today, but my family, that's my, I want my family to be safe. We're going we gonna to talk about it. We're going to talk about the Torah. We're going to talk about Yahshua. We're going to talk about y'all. We're going to pray and hold hands around the table. And that's what it's about. And then people look around it's like, Man, she ain't doing that bad. Who? Maybe I need to uh, tap into this Yahshua and Yahweh. Peace, beyond understanding, blessings, favor. I do, Lord. I do, Yahweh. I do. If we can have our, our prayer, the Daniels family, lead us in prayer, please, our closing prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. You've heard the, the summary of the lesson today is to know who you are and who you are. Mm-hmm. And so it is not by accident that you are hearing this message. And so we pray that as we wrap up, that your minds would be enlightened to receive the message that Jah has sent forth. We see that in Exodus, the portion that we read in chapter 6 that Yah says he has made a covenant with our forefathers. And so he has not forgotten the promises that he has made. And so when it came time to deliver his people, he sent Moses so that his people would know. He said that when he spoke to our forefathers, they knew him as El Shaddai, God Almighty. But with Moses, they knew him as Yahuwah. Okay, he was coming to deliver his people in a, in a way that he would interact with them on a personal level. So you now have the option to, to know him as Yahuwah. And that is the name that they have told you to know him as. To know him as a God that has come to redeem you, to set you free, and to bring you back home. Rabbi's message today was to know who you are and who you are. He has not forgotten you. Mm-hmm. He said that he has placed gifts within you that his people need. Mm-hmm. And so we pray that you function in the gifting that he has bestowed upon you so that every Israelite, every person that is descendant from our forefathers will once again know who they are 
and whose they are and return to the Torah, mm. that they would know Yah in the way that they ought to know, mm. that He is a God who cares, who loves us, and who's always there. Mm-hmm. And so we pray that this message goes forth, that your heart receives it, mm. and that in your mind you know that we are talking to you, and in your heart you will receive it, and may your feet walk the walk that your heart has now convicted you. And so we give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor, for he is able to do exceedingly and more abundantly than anything we could think or even imagine. So don't limit yourself, but come on back to the Torah and know whose you are and whose you are. And may your name be praised forever and ever. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we're going to say the ironic blessing. <laughs> Why Yahuwah Adonai said to Moshe, Speak unto Ahalon and his sons and say, This is how you are to bless the children of Israel, by saying unto them, Yahuwah bless you. And may he keep you. May Yahweh cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious toward you. And may Yahweh lift up his countenance toward you and may he give you. They shall put my name upon the children of Yashra'al, and I will bless them. Amen. Hallelujah. We ask that you share this episode. We ask that you tune in every Saturday. That's not my anointed, do my prophet no harm. No harm. That's what you want to be. That's the position you want to be, the anointed one. Mm-hmm. No one can touch you and do you no harm. Spread the good news. We love you, and we'll see you next Saturday. Shalom. 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 Shalom, Alechem.